Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're back again. Welcome back, or welcome to, for the first time, Dark Alignment. Dark Alignment. We are a true crime slash astrology podcast, and I am Brittany. And I'm Amy. And we're happy that you're here. So this is episode four of Dark Alignment. Just want to keep saying it now that we have a name. (laughs) It's Uh, nice. I can like write things in my calendar with like the podcast and be like, Dark Alignment. The podcast that now has a name. Mm -hmm. Um, So last time that we did an episode, we... Did John Wayne Gacy, the mm-hmm. murderous clown, super creepy guy uh, from super Chicago. Creepy. So thank you guys all for tuning into that. If you didn't, we've got it on our page. So make sure you subscribe and like and you can hit follow. the bell. You won't miss a single episode. That's right. You could you could get all the hot news. Uh, <laughs> so we also uh, have an Instagram and a Facebook. So mm-hmm. on Instagram, we're at Dark Alignment Dark and. Alignment. Dark Lemon on Facebook? Yes. Facebook yes. as well. <laughs> With Dark Lemon on Instagram and Facebook. And then you can find us on Instagram. Yes. Uh, she is Brit underscore Oakley. Yes. And Brit with two T's. Two T's. Two, double T's. Double T. Double T's. Um. <laughs> and then I'm Aruka Rosa on Instagram. Uh, we will have our information in the description. Down, Down just, there. Just pay attention. And you should look at hers. She just did a wonderful <laughs> performance. Yesterday. Yeah, we're actually a little bit tired. We're recording in the morning again, which mm-hmm. we, it's our new thing. We're we're doing stuff in the morning yes, now. Morning um, we had a blast last night. I had um, at our pole studio uh, our summer showcase, so I did a solo. Um, that was a lot of fun. I'm very sore today. And then afterwards, we went back to my house and we sang karaoke and we danced like idiots. We yep. were real it assholes. Great. It was great. There videos on our Instagram. So yes, we got videos, full full videos of all mm-hmm. the good times um, of kind of oh, what we do goodness. when we're not here talking about murder and astrology. So we have to talk a little bit about murder astrology I mean, last night, just a little bit. Who am okay. I kidding? I talk about murder constantly. <laughs> so um, there's all of that, and we do have Patreon. Yes, so, we also have a Patreon. That information is in the bio. You can support our podcast and our brain baby. Support us. Support us. And our baby. <laughs> uh, brain babies cost money, guys. They really do, and... We could use we could use the help in the meantime. We're just gonna struggle. We're gonna really uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to work it out. We're like single moms. I was trying, trying to, make to avoid it that. Joke. Yeah, I know. I I went there. I'm, yeah, I'm really sorry. No, no, I we both thought it. it. We both thought it at the same time. That's what that's the meaningful. Part. I have nothing but regrets. Oh okay, <laughs> so guys, this week. We are doing a really famous case that, like, the only way you have not I heard bet of, you know it. Yeah. I bet you know it. If you haven't heard of it, you've probably been living under a rock <laughs> because, like, it's been huge. Yeah. Um, thanks to the Hulu series called The Act. So we are doing Gypsy Rose Blanchard and Dee Dee Blanchard today. So yeah. um, this story kind of resonates with me personally. So, really just, like, the realness of medical abuse. Uh, mm-hmm. I had my own experiences with that as a child. And I would like to make a note, I, I am a gypsy supporter of just her as a person. And I want yes. her to uh, be able to move forward with her life. Yes. So, I am coming from a place of support 
um, toward her. So if you disagree, goodbye. Yeah, (laughs) so you may not like it if you are, um, yeah, strongly anti. No, we welcome, we welcome everyone. We do, we do welcome everyone, but just fair warning, I do support Gypsy Mm -hmm. and do want her, think she deserves to have a good life after everything Mm -hmm. that has happened. So... Um, for my source today, I'm going to credit the incredible documentary called Mommy Dead and Dearest. Ooh. So if you have not seen it, it is the actual, it preceded the act. Okay. Um, so it's, it's the real footage of Gypsy and her mother out and about. Ooh, and it really like, it ha- cool. yeah. yeah, having seen that and then like watching the act, you really can appreciate uh, mm-hmm. the work that Joey King did in that movie and her portrayal of Gypsy. I kept having to remind yeah. myself like. That it's not. It's not actually Gypsy, like, not really she's her. an actress, like, she she absolutely killed it, just nailed, nailed awesome. that role, really brought I'll the character. Watch it after this. You really should, you will, I think you'll really enjoy it, just kind of after going through everything, so, um, the big thing that makes this case so famous and why people are so drawn to it mm-hmm. is because it's one of the best known cases of a symptom of a disease called Munchausen by proxy. So I'm going to kick it off today by kind of going into what the different diseases are. (laughs) I'm a diseaseologist now. In case you know I'm not. I don't even think that's real. Um, I think it's, there's another word I can't remember right now for it. It's fine. Okay. You think My memory is really good. (laughs) (laughs) But I know there's another word. There's probably a real name for it, but I I do not fit that category. Um, Let's be clear. So Munchausen syndrome, so this is a person who repeatedly fakes symptoms of an illness or disease. So the Mm -hmm. person themselves, they are pretending to be ill, and that can be Mm -hmm. driven because they want some sort of attention, um, the caretaking, like they want to be in that kind of a victim Mm -hmm. mode, that's where that can come from. Um, It's not the same as hypochondriasis, so being Mm -hmm. a hypochondriac, uh, they actually believe that they're sick. Right. So people with Munchausen syndrome, they 100% are faking and they know that they're doing it. So they're fully yeah. aware that, like, okay. I'm not sick, I'm going to pretend. So yes. um, then Munchausen by proxy. Mm-hmm. So this is its own kind of set. So it's a psychological uh, disorder. This is making sense. Yeah. Yeah. So sciencey. <laughs> Um, so the caregiver either makes up or causes an illness or injury. So they're either completely fabricating it or they're creating it right. by like, you know, we're poisoning mm-hmm. somebody or inducing an illness wow. um, in another person while they get to be the caregiver. So um, the victims are usually children and elderly adults, unfortunately, um, also people who have a disability so those who are already kind of at risk of they can't do a lot of things for themselves like children are pretty helpless yeah you know you're a mom you've got a little one like <laughs> it's one of those yeah, things where you take advantage it's of out of their control it's out of their control completely at that point yeah so it makes it really unfair that makes them an easy victim for people with munchausen by proxy so um it is a form of abuse they essentially force another person to take on this patient-type role, and it's very attention-seeking uh, type of behavior. So the motivation is that attention on the part of the caregiver. So we're going to go ahead, and I I remembered in my notes, I knew what it meant. <laughs> TW at top, trigger warning. Okay. I'm s- Ooh, I just looked up how Munchausen syndrome got its name because oh, at that I had that hot question. Facts. <laughs> hot Let's facts. go. I'm so so it's named for Baron von Munchausen, an eighteenth okay. century German officer who is known for embellishing the stories of his life and experiences. Oh. His most severe type of factitious disorder. That is another name for it. 
Uh, most of the symptoms in people with, you know, if you blow up, that's all you said. But I thought that was kind of fun. Wow, it was actually So it was this German officer who just kept lying. This, like, total D-bag who just kept (laughs) making shit up. He has a whole syndrome named after him. Good job, Baron Von Munchausen. (laughs) Yes. Um, yes. Good stuff. That was a fun (laughs) fact. I had to know. That's our new fun fact segment that Amy is going to be doing. I could do a ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. We need a bell. Yeah, yeah, Barley can a ring bell. a bell. Oh she God. has that little bell she rings. Yes! I've been wanting to teach Duke to do that. It's fantastic. Time. It's like a desk bell, and she just, like, <sighs> hits it with her paw. It's incredible. Okay, your dog has to teach my dog how to Yes, do she's going to train later. <laughs> dogs training dogs here at Dark Alignment. Um, so, trigger warning. Okay. We are going to be talking about some sensitive things as far as a murder. So, if it, I don't go into any graphic detail, there actually wasn't a lot of graphic detail available about the actual murder itself. So that's mm-hmm. very brief. So I would like to say that there will be some sexual things that we talk about as well. So fair warning, um, sensitive viewers, sensitive please content. be advised. Please be advised. Please be advised. Be so double advised. We're going to start off with Dee Dee Blanchard. So she was born on May 3rd, 1967 in what I think is called Chack Bay. Chack Bay, Louisiana. Okay. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, so Dee was the type of kid who always got what she wanted growing up and, like, would get super pissed if she didn't get her way. So, mm-hmm. um, she kind of continued to be that way as a child. She was kind of a pain in the ass, everybody <laughs> said. Uh, when she got older, she would open up credit cards in her dad and grandpa's oh, names whoa. and was, like, constantly fucking everybody oh over. So, she was, like, writing bad checks and shit. Um, bitch was always scamming. Like, all the time. And Dang. Apparently, Dee Dee's mom was the same fucking way. So, this was like a cyclical event. Mother like daughter type thing. Mm -hmm. Assholes, breeding assholes is what I wrote in my notes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Her mother was always shoplifting and stealing from family members. Uh, And Dee Dee was actually her mother's caretaker. So, this is a really interesting tidbit. Yes. Oh, so she knew what it was like to be. To get to be like, oh, you just take such good care of everybody. Like, so she fell into that role with her mom, mm-hmm. and then she lost her shit the day her mom died. So, apparently, also, this is kind of suspicious that her mom was starving to death. Oh. Uh, so, it's really yeah. fucking sad. So, it sounds like the Dang. syndrome may have, like, peaked initially in that in relationship. That yeah. Um, so, super fucked up. And then, um, when Dee Dee's 24 years old, she becomes pregnant. And okay. Gypsy's dad is only 17, which is, oh like, fucking uncomfortable. Like, why? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's uncomfortable. It's kind of uncomfortable. So, along comes Gypsy Rose. So, sweet little Gypsy Rose Blanchard was born on July 1st in 1991. And there was a lot of conflicting information about her birthday, as we'll talk about later. And as most which people Which is know, annoying for me. Yeah, for <laughs> chart reasons. It's um, but Gypsy, like, didn't know how old she was for most of her life. Her mm. mother really wanted her to be unaware of her yeah. actual biological age. So, so that will can. come up mm-hmm. several times. Um, but by the time Gypsy was three months old, her mother was convinced that she had sleep apnea. So it's already it's already starting. Newborn baby. Um, few months old. Infant child. Yeah. Already she's coming up with things. So she started claiming that Gypsy had eye problems and stomach problems. Her mom had a feeding tube put in, um, a lot of other shit. Those sound so painful. It started right out of the gate, though. Yeah, super fucking painful. Um, Her teenage dad isn't feeling it, so he's like, 
He he married Dee Dee, he says in the documentary. And okay. he married her for all the wrong reasons. So he fucking <laughs> took off. Like he, he left. He had to get the fuck out of there. Wow. Um, he does remain in contact with them and he pays child support. So it's not okay. like he just was, was a total, a total deadbeat. deadbeat or something. He was just like, this bitch is, th- this is fucked up. too much for me. I'm 17 and this is oh real cray. I can't even imagine. I wish she had gotten custody over that. Right? Shit was just really crazy there. Um, so he could smell the shit stew brewing and he got out of there. Uh, Dee Dee claimed that Gypsy couldn't walk. Actually, and uh, had to be put in a wheelchair all the time. Mm. So that was around the time she was five. She was already like told, "You can't walk. Here's your wheelchair. Like, get in it." So mm. this started very young. Um, so Dee Dee told Gypsy's dad that Gypsy had muscular dystrophy, a chromosome disorder, and um, that Gypsy wasn't going to live past eighteen. So she's oh telling everybody like, "There's life threatening." That's a super shitty lie to tell. Oh my god. Ultimately, Dee Dee wanted distance from Gypsy's dad so mm-hmm. um, she could continue the charade and, like, Without really, him questioning her. She wanted to maintain right. that sense of control and didn't mm-hmm. want anybody to get in her way. Um, so she was all about control and all about manipulation. Yeah. She loved the attention. She loved the sympathy she got from having a sick child. And it was paying their bills. Mm-hmm. So... She was winning as fuck in her mind. She was killing it. Um, the next section is an area that I call, I got 99 problems. So this is the list of okay. the different fake medical conditions that Gypsy supposedly had. So I'm just yep, going to straight up, this whole paragraph oh, is just a fucking list. So here we go. Epi- epilepsy. All right. Vision impairment. Hearing impairment. Acid reflux. Quadriplegia, which means all four limbs paralyzed. Uh, muscular dystrophy, anemia, hyperventilation. She needed a CPAP machine to sleep by the time she was 10. Asthma, allergies, mild mental retardation oh um, at age 7. And then leukemia, incontinence, lung disease, heart murmur. Uh, and she took medication for all of these things. So in their house, they I had... I it was so many things. Uh-huh. Wow. In their house, they had an entire fucking closet full of nothing but prescriptions. Mm. And those medicines induced a lot of the symptoms. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then if she, if she didn't go to the same doctor to do all of these and the doctors didn't check her other previous prescriptions... Oh, I'm going to... It could have had a lot of interactions. Oh, I'll, I'll talk about that, okay, too. Cool. Yeah, we're going to get there. There's some <laughs> fucked up shit. This is just the beginning. Yeah. Because, um, like, the feeding tube is still an issue. Yeah. And the feeding tube was so extreme, and, like, her mom was actually drugging her constantly through the feeding tube. Mm-hmm. So her mom was mixing so medications. She, she couldn't have. Yeah. She wanted to keep Gypsy sedated. Mm-hmm. You know, the keep her victim vulnerable and helpless. Yeah. And uh, her mom would also shave her head. And tell wow. her it was just going to fall out anyway. So, um, <laughs> lots of lots of bullshit. Ugh. This next section gets into the medical records that you were just mm-hmm. kind of talking about. Cool. Um, it's called lies and shit. Lies and shit. Uh, so, Dee Dee and Gypsy were Hurricane Katrina survivors. Mm-hmm. And that was the story they used to relocate from Louisiana to Springfield, Missouri. So... I'm going to insert mm-hmm. some fucking cool-ass facts from my incredible hairdresser, Jess. I love you. Shout out to you, because every time I get my hair done, Jess. we talk so much about Gypsy Rose. Oh it's insane. So Jess is from... That sounds fun. She's yeah. from Louisiana, and she mm. says that the area that Dee Dee and Gypsy came from okay. almost had no devastation 
from Hurricane Katrina. So she's like, right Cute. away, just says Cute. like, right away, I would have known. I would have seen through that shit. Oh, so the whole okay. claim was that um, everything was destroyed in the hurricane, that mm-hmm. all her medical records were destroyed. But with that fact, you know, it debunks the mm. entire story. Mm. She says everything was lost. Um, so then, she, but she had her own fake as fuck files um, that she carried with her in like a gigantic binder. Yeah. She always had this shit with her. She has to have it with her. I mean, we got to have that list of issues on us at all times. How would you, <laughs> how would you not? So um, because of all these issues and like them being Hurricane Katrina survivors, mm-hmm. The community really, like, gathered around to help them. And even, yeah. like, their house was built by Habitat for Humanity. Uh-huh. Like, they were getting tons of stuff from charitable organizations. They even, like, defrauded Make-A-Wish, which I'm a volunteer mm-hmm. for, so that really upsets me. Yeah. Um, so her mom was, like, running this huge scam and using her daughter as a means to make money mm-hmm. and get sympathy. So, like, her mom lied about her age, as I said, keeping her immature. Uh-huh. Oh, it does say make a wish on my tongue. I got it from a volunteer event. <laughs> oh my god, it's so that's good. Ta- that's good that you brought that today, though. Yeah, I mean, I bring it every day. It's my favorite tumbler. It looks nice. It, you know, high, good quality. I appreciate a good gift, and that's one of my favorites. Love drinkware. <laughs> oh gosh. So, like, kind of her mom's theme of keeping Gypsy in this really immature mm-hmm. state, like, loved to play pretend and princesses, mm-hmm. and her mom kept mm-hmm. her dressed in, like, costumes and Cinderella costumes. Make her seem more immature. Yeah. yeah, just really um, kind of fostering that. Uh, she had a disturbing amount of fucking stuffed animals. Like, actual footage of the house, there's, like, walls wow. of nothing but stuffed animals. It's, it's just kind of creepy. Um, actually, the police said that when they went into the house initially, yeah, like they said it was the stuffed animals left this like real eerie, fucked up feeling. Wow. Just really weird. Um, and then Gyp- Gypsy, of course, like she looked really young. She was not mm-hmm. very well nourished. Yeah. She was in a wheelchair. She was tiny. She wasn't developing mm-hmm. correctly because because of all yeah. those things and the medicine and everything. So she looked and acted much younger. And then her mom told everybody she was mentally slow. So yeah. In a jail interview, uh, Gypsy talked about this, and she said that she didn't think she was being abused because, like, it had been going on so long that she just really thought it was all normal. Um, But medical records show that Dee Dee brought Gypsy to the hospital over a hundred times over a nine-year span. So basically, (laughs) every couple of weeks, wow, for nine years they were they were going to the hospital. So she had a lot of surgeries, including uh, a gastrointestinal operation. She had eye surgery. And the one that's so fucking upsetting, her mother had her salivary glands removed. Why? Oh, my God. Yeah. Feeding tube. Like, it was really... Yeah. Yeah. So Dee Dee controlled literally everything Gypsy did. She couldn't even eat food. Um, every aspect of her life was controlled. She was, like, beyond sheltered. Mm. She wasn't even able to get out of her mom's sight. And, wow. um, oh, God, her mom had a really weird thing, and lots of people comment on this about being around them, and that her mom was always holding her hand. And it was a weird way that mm. Dee Dee would assert control over Gypsy. Right. So she would squeeze her daughter's hand, you know, to let her know uh. when to be quiet or when oh. she was doing something to kind of manage her behavior. Mm-hmm. It's just like a form, a reminder, like, I'm in charge of you. I wonder if there's any clips you can find of her doing Oh, it. you can see it. Yeah, yeah, it's in the documentary. You oh can see God. her mom's always holding her hand. You can't tell, like... There's the, the squeezing, but... Yeah, but you can see her mom dang. is always touching her, holding her, like, 
exerting a form of physical control, mm-hmm. reminding her, don't you make a false move. I'm in, I'm in charge. You know what's going to upset me. Like, that's right. a horrifying way to, like, and it was so normal in Gypsy. Like, it's so sad. Um, the next section is entitled, This Bitch. So, <laughs> doctors would give Dee Dee a diagnosis for Gypsy that contradicted all her claims. And her solution was, I'm going to a new doctor. I want a second opinion. Um, and over time, they started to catch on. And at this point, it was reported to DHS as abuse, but, like, nothing ever came of it. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee continued to manipulate the fuck out of everyone, and, like, no one could help Gypsy. Yeah. And meanwhile, Gypsy is a young woman, and she's still growing up. So she starts to, at this point, like, seek out a social life. And okay. her mom started letting her go to things, but her mom went with her. So they went to a yeah. sci-fi event, like a Comic-Con okay. type of thing, because there was, like, the characters, and Gypsy mm-hmm. was really into dressing up, and it was... It seemed, it probably seemed suitable. Yeah, so like anime kind of stuff. Like she was into all of that. Um, So she ended up meeting a boy at one of these events and kind of getting away from her mom. She ends up like running away with him for a few days. And like like maybe a weekend before her mom tracks her down, uh, scares the shit out of her, and she moves back into them. She actually had come clean about everything to this this guy. But of course, you know, he didn't say anything. It was a weird fucking situation, you know. Wow. So um, then this next section is called fucking puberty because it hits hard for everyone um and this is where we have our introduction to nicholas go to john okay so he and gypsy met on a christian dating website Mm -hmm. and poor gypsy had absolutely no social skills because she was kept away from everyone and everything so she meets this guy online yeah he's severely mentally disturbed um, he has several conditions that he was diagnosed with, schizophrenia being one of them. Um, he is one of the only guys she's ever had contact with. She has nothing to compare this relationship to. So she just, like, thought everything was normal, and she kind of lives in this, like, fantasy, Disney, Prince Charming, right. sort of like a hate. And she doesn't have, like, a true sense of reality. Right. Yeah. And also her mother's not dating anyone either. She does, has no examples for relationships in her life other than the unhealthy one she's in mm-hmm. with her mom. So, and then what she sees on like all the movies. And she yeah. loves, she loves that. The Prince Charming, she holds to that right. quite a bit. Um, of Like, the whole experience when she talks about it. So, they talked about marriage and then... You know, eventually they started talking about sex, and oh yeah, they get into some BDSM shit. So no kink shame, absolutely right. not. Just straight there. Yeah. But innocent little gypsy only was going along with this because she was naive and she oh, just did not know. Gotcha. This isn't necessarily something that she yeah. felt and was doing. She was, oh, okay. you yeah, know, kind yeah. of intrigued and like wanted to be this because mm-hmm. she thought this is what you do. Like yeah. she didn't have anything to base that on. Um, and then, like, so Nick, like I said, he had some problems. Uh, he thought he was a vampire. He okay. had been arrested previously for watching porn and touching himself at a McDonald's for nine hours. Um, so How? he wasn't really what you would call boyfriend material. Yeah. Maybe not the best. Um, um, yeah, so that was uh... interesting. <laughs> he uh, also claims to have multiple personality disorder, and he says he hears voices. So one of these voices is very distinct, and it was a voice, like, like a personality that Gypsy 
also interacted with. Okay. So she would be with Nick and also his also his other. darker half mm-hmm. who was called Victor. Okay. So Victor is the bad guy. Um, so the two of them start having this really dark sexual relationship, like complete with costumes, which nothing wrong with that shit. Do you, girl? Um, right. I support costumes. It's um, the whole situation that makes it. Yeah. Then yeah. they started adding in like knives and weapons and things and kind yeah. of fantasizing with weapons, which whatever. But um, sex had always been really forbidden to mm-hmm. Gypsy and like shit kind of got wild and... <laughs> Gypsy creates a covert mission to meet Nick, and her plan is to do it in a local movie theater. So mm-hmm. um, she, like, gets him there. He doesn't live in the same state or anything, and she gets him a bus ticket. He comes down. He yeah. follows the instructions. He's got to go to this movie. And she plans to sneak out of the theater in the middle of it to go to the bathroom to get away from her mom. Oh. She meets Nick in the bathroom, <gasps> and the two uh, proceed to have some bathroom sex. <laughs> Uh, there's conflict about whether Dang. it was consensual or rape. Oh. Um, so that's where yeah. I don't really... You wouldn't... I don't think we could know. No. Yeah. I mean, I think also Gypsy's definition of consent... It's probably very... Is probably yes. a very um, questionable definition because she mm-hmm. may have been like mentally like, okay, I want to consent to this, but when it came down to it, she had no experience. Like, right. We have no way of knowing. And mm-hmm. obviously Nick had some sexual... Uh, issues to be like Mm -hmm. fucking masturbating at mcdonald's like you know that's that's you have some sexual deviant tendencies there's no way to really know i mean gypsy was just so innocent so uh you know she goes there does that shit with nick and then um a year into like her relationship with nick Mm -hmm. she tells him everything about what her mom has been doing to her and then the two of them decide that like dv's gotta fucking go i mean Next section. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this is why they call it the act. The act. <laughs> the act. Yeah. So, basically, uh, name of the show on Hulu. The whole, whole big explosion moment. The climax of our story, if you will. So, Gypsy buys Nick another bus ticket. This time, it's with a lot of intent. They are planning to are kill Dee Dee. Going to do it. Yes, they're going to commit the act and. Uh, she gives Nick all the instructions throughout the evening. So she texts him, tells him where to be, tells him what to do, what time. And the plan is to wait until Dee Dee falls asleep. So Gypsy left gloves, duct tape, and a knife outside mm-hmm. the house. And okay. then, like, when it was time, she left the door unlocked. She went and hid in the bathroom and uh, covered her ears. Mm-hmm. So, um, wow. this point, Nick comes inside goes to Dee Dee's room and uh, stabs her to death. So Dee Dee is dead at 48 years old from multiple stab wounds. And Gypsy says, she actually talks about it. She says that she could hear her mom dying. Wow. She could hear her mom screaming her name. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, she's, like, that's through the covering of her ears. She could just hear her mom yelling for her. But But knowing that she may have killed her own mother... You know, well, that Dee Dee might have killed her own mother. Like, right? I wonder what her thoughts were if she, in her yeah. last moments. It's oh, like, that's a great point. Did she suspect that Gypsy had something to do with it? Like, like paranoid like that? Or like, 
maybe like maybe she felt like like they were deserved because she killed her own mother. I I'm just thinking of, those last moment thoughts what they what might have been. I kind of think had for Dee it was probably pure fear. I I, pro- yeah. I don't think that she would assume that Gypsy could be capable of something like mm-hmm. that because she saw Gypsy as like her innocent little. True. You know she she really did view Gypsy as you're this vulnerable thing mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want with and I'm in full control yeah. of you. So I don't think that she would be able to conceptualize. Mm-hmm. Um, you think maybe she's crying for help. Yeah. For, for Gypsy, yeah. No, she sense. was, like, wanting Gypsy to save her mm. and help her. And pro- she was probably worrying something was going to happen to Gypsy, you know, if oh, we're being true. honest from, like, if she that. has any ounce of, like, being a real mother in yeah. her, which I don't know, I don't have children, <laughs> but I would think that would be instinctual yeah. to worry about your young, even Hopefully. despite the abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows what those last moments and thoughts were. I mean, she definitely didn't die an easy death. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, really a brutal homicide. So, um, after the crime is done, Dee Dee mm-hmm. is dead. Gypsy comes out of the bathroom. And at this point, uh, Gypsy and Nick have sex. Okay. Um, Gypsy says that he raped her. Okay. And she does not consider it to be consensual. So that's the end of story for me. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I have no more questions. And actually, he bit the fuck out of her. What? Was, yeah. Um, I saw the pictures, and the bruising was insane. Oh uh, so there were several bruises on her neck and arms, and they were like hard bites. I mean, whoa, it's fucked up. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I taught toddlers for six years, and I've seen some horrific bite. bites. I've they seen bite. some horrific bite wounds from children on children crying. Yeah. Um, and it was like, like an adult jaw strength. Too. Yeah, like, it was it was hideous. It was absolutely atrocious. So there's no way that shit was consensual. Um, so after that, they get the fuck out and they go to a hotel. And then you know they're trying to get back to Wisconsin, and they eventually do, and that's where Nick mm-hmm. is from. So okay. Gypsy says at this point, she's feeling free for the first time in her entire life. Like, she just was, like, kind of this out-of-sight, out-of-mind yeah. attitude, wasn't really thinking about what had just happened. Um, and then the police are tipped off by a Facebook post that Gypsy what? wrote a few days later. So, so if they were watching her Facebook, were they suspicious oh, already? The, the Facebook post was fucked Oh, okay. Up. It was just, all right. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just really... No, the, the Facebook post itself <laughs> drew all the attention. Like, it wasn't just that they were monitoring the account. Actually, nobody probably would have known what was happening because they it... were they stayed in the house and they were so confined and mm-hmm. they didn't have close personal relationships yeah. outside of each other. So... Um, Gypsy is nowhere to be found, and at first everybody thinks she's kidnapped because they find Dee Dee's body on June 14th, 2015. Right. The Facebook post that caused so much controversy and made everybody want to go check on them read, That bitch is dead. I fucking (gasps) slashed that pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud. LOL. Mmm. So Gypsy says the reason she wrote this post was because she was worried nobody would find her mom and she wanted someone to find her mom. Dang. She just like, the thought of her mom's body. So she wrote it as if. She wrote it because she wanted, she says she wanted someone to find her mom. Wow. That she couldn't handle her mom being in the house anymore. So when the police get into the house, actually, they said the AC was turned down like super low. So so that like prevents decomp. Mm-hmm. from happening like the colder temperatures um so that's an interesting tidbit but on 
you know, the I'm next... assuming the smell would, could have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they, she had gone much longer, mm-hmm. somebody would have noticed. But having those colder temperatures makes it where it prevents yeah. that from happening as quickly. Uh, so this next section is called Game Over. Uh, on June 15th, 2015, at 10.40 p.m. And I don't know how to say this. I'm going to try. <laughs> Forgive me, Wisconsiners. Um, oh, God. Wow, Keisha, Wisconsin. Wow, Keisha. That's All right. It, yeah. Um, at the sheriff, the sheriff's office, the police bring Gypsy in for questioning about her mother's death. So, she's 19 at this time. Mm-hmm. And when the cops initially tell her about the death, her reaction is shock, disbelief, and, like, uncontrollable crying. I've seen the interrogation video, and she acts like she doesn't understand what they're telling her. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she is uh, shaking her head no. She says she doesn't know what happened to right, her mom. Like, uh, she keeps saying uh, her mom is her best friend, repeats over and over that she dang. loves her mom. They ask her point blank, Gypsy, did you kill your mother or did you help kill her? And uh, they find it, like, the cops find it troubling, like, because she doesn't she doesn't know how old she is and there's a bunch of conflicting documents about her age. Mm. So, it, it's all just, like, a whole we don't mess. Know like so many things. Gypsy seems to kind of have no idea what's going on. Also doesn't know her age. Acting mm-hmm. like she doesn't know anything about this. When clearly she does. Yeah. Um, because they, I mean, they find all the text messages between her and Nick. And they can see it's premeditated murder. So, she is charged with first degree murder when they find all of that evidence as texts. So, Dang. now the public reaction this okay. section is called, what the fuck? <laughs> so now, Dee Dee is dead. Everyone fucking realizes that Gypsy could walk the entire time and didn't need a wheelchair. Mm. Bitch! I heard that what? when she was, like, at home with her mother that she would, you know, sneak around and try to walk mm-hmm. and, like, dodge windows and stuff. Her mom would make her get back in the chair, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone is like... Fucked up over this because that child was perfectly healthy all along. This is such a shock. And Gypsy even, like, she says she knew she could walk, but her mom would tell her it would make her more sick. So that she wouldn't question it. So she didn't question it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, seriously, who would believe that shit was fake? Mm. Like, that's insanity. And she really thought she did have the other disabilities. Like, she did think, because yeah. it happened so young. Right. She was being horrifically. She's heard nothing else. Yeah. Right. Horrific medical abuse going on. Um, everyone's just completely blown away. It's a huge shock. And most people just could not fathom what had happened here. Uh, like, what kind of mom would do this? Mm-hmm. And Gypsy grew up in an alternative reality. So, uh, it's hard to tell for her. What was real and what was make-believe. So this is like going into, could she appreciate the true nature of what had happened in the whole event? So let's go back to Nick for a minute. So uh, this section is called From Christian Mingle to Prison. (laughs) Uh, Nick is convicted and sentenced to life in prison for the brutal stabbing of Dee Dee Blanchard. Uh, Gypsy actually pleads guilty to second-degree murder, and she's sentenced to 10 years. So this case was extremely unusual there were extreme mitigating circumstances obviously mm-hmm. um and so even though it was premeditated murder like they they just allowed for a lot of leniency yeah because of the medical abuse and the munchausen by proxy she's gonna be 32 when she gets out of prison which is how old i am yay <laughs> 
Uh, oh, and, I didn't know she was going to get out that young. Yeah, okay. she went in pretty young. She, um, she uh, believes that jail is better mm-hmm. than previous life with her mom. Like she I saw part says of an that. interview of her saying that. She is very remorseful, though. She she is mm-hmm. remorseful about what happened to her mother, um, and she has a relationship with her dad now and her stepmom. So they go visit her quite a bit, and she does have a real support system, which is great. Um, and that, that kind of the first time in her life she's had real support. But she has a great attitude about her future, and she wants to go on to do something positive with her life. And yeah. I sincerely hope that she does. Like, I, I wish they would let her out early, honestly. Mm-hmm. I really I really hope that yeah. there's just, this is if such. there's some way that she could, you know, have early release, that would be amazing. I, I would completely advocate for her early release. Right. I just, I don't think that she is going to be any sort of threat to society outside of this. Right. Um, a lot of people kind of do have a point, though. They mm-hmm. say she was raised by a master manipulator and there's no way mm-hmm. she didn't learn some of that, well, which is probably true. But I mean, everyone probably has someone manipulative in their life that they right. learn from at some point. Like Very true. Yeah. I just, I, I still really believe that Gypsy is going to do good things in this world and I hope that she does yeah. and I will be really happy the day that she gets out of prison. I think she deserves to have a life because she has been so badly abused. Of course. Obviously, murder is wrong. I do not condone what the way she got Mm -hmm. out of it. But I really, I don't know that she would have had any other way out, you know, with her mother, the type of control and just the mentality she was in. Mm -hmm. But so we're going to do a straight from the horse's mouth. We're going to end it with a quote from Gypsy and then we'll get into the charts. So um, Gypsy says that she loved the movie Tangled. It's her favorite movie. Mandy Moore. All her hair, too. She didn't get to have hair. Yeah, she didn't get to have hair. Oh, that's she, sad. She has hair. I saw in the interview she had hair. Though. Yeah, she looks, a, she looks She beautiful looks beautiful nice. yeah. now. I love seeing her as, like, a, like actually getting to be a woman and be Right. Be Make decisions is. for herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Even within the restrictions of a prison. And, I mean, Gypsy always compared herself to Rapunzel. And her quote is, Life is not a fairy tale. And I had to find that out the hard way. Oh, my God. And she'll be eligible for parole in 2024. So, wow. just a few more years. Yeah, it's not too far away. And that is Gypsy and Dee Dee as far as their story. Now, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, do some charts. Do some charts. It's charts time. Okay. I'm ready. We have a lot of charts to look at here. So, I'm only going to mention a few things on each one that really kind of stand out to me. I'll give you the basic natal chart information as well, just because who doesn't want to know that? I mean, I want to know. <laughs> All right, I have it set to something weird right now, so let me switch it over. I'm going to start with Dee Dee, the mama. Dee Dee. Okay, so her son is in Taurus. Um, her north node is also in Taurus, conjunct her son. Her moon is in a, a Pisces. So we don't know her, her rising. We don't have tenet times for either of their births. Um, so... You know, we don't have houses, but we do have um, Wally Planetary Position. We have something to work <laughs> with here. It's going to okay. be good. It is going to be good. So, uh, one of the things I was looking at first was her south node, which is like where uh, she came from. It's her past. It's also your past life on a chart. Um, it's your comfort zone. Okay. So, it's it's something that like you you have this energy really like down pat. Like, it doesn't serve you to keep um, 
perpetuating this energy typically. Huh. Like you can revisit it, but it's not really something you want to make your life all about your past life. Mm. Um, and it's not that she, she really didn't necessarily do that, but she incorporated it in a very um, negative, manipulative way. Right. Right. So yeah, she, as we know. Which is what you want to generally do. You want to take your south node, your comfort zone, and what you, like, are comfortable doing, and, like, line it up with your aspirations in life. And, like, right. really use, like, your natural skills to move you forward in life, which she did in just a very... Yeah, I was going to say, well, I mean, way. she did do that, but <laughs> right. not in a way that's yeah. conducive to anybody mm-hmm. except for D. So she so. she made the choice with her, the energies she had... <laughs> Okay. Uh, to to take this a negative route, that shitty she choices. Do. Let's so do with it. A, with the South Node in Scorpio, you have uh, a very intense environment growing up. Uh, your early life is very intense. It's, it can be um, kind of you know like there's like some darker themes to it with okay. Scorpio. Um, there might be some themes like some things about death. Uh, or at least transformation changes, like things like that changing. Well, I know she had um, mommy issues, mm-hmm. um, so that's could be coming into play. Yeah, it's it, her mom had a lot to do with her past. There's a trine there okay. to her moon, which can represent like the mother's influence, how they view, how they view their mother. Um, so she has this sense of like darker, you know, Scorpio can be manipulative. I'm not saying <laughs> coming that we from all, Scorpio. I can't, I'm not, I have to be careful saying that because people just automatically be like, oh, Scorpio is like such a, oh, whatever. Really? Yeah. I so I'm like, so. I'm like, all right. So Scorpio does have, um, like, it's like they can really kind of sense, it's an energy of sensing this like power dynamic. Um, and sometimes they will use that to their advantage. Right. To their advantage. Um, in her past, you know, she, with her caring for her mother, she was really playing with this idea probably a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, your mother is really supposed to be caring for you, but she's caring for her mother and whatever. Uh, and she, Scorpio also is really into figuring out how things work. So, uh, she's learning, a lot of Scorpio energy gets involved with biology or like, um, like small mechanics, like wanting to understand like. Yeah. How things really work. Uh, it could also be socially, but, you know, it really depends on the rest of the time. She was looking to work that mm-hmm. fucking system. She's learning how to work the system with um, healthcare. And basically. she did it with money, too, with all yeah. the, you know, bad checks and oh, yeah. stealing and that using too. credit cards. Like, she was mm-hmm. just trying to, like, find the loophole and her, in all avenues. Yes. And her aspirations in life. So, if her <laughs> south node is in, is in Scorpio, you look opposite of that. So, her north node is in Taurus. With her okay. son, it's a stellium there with their son, Pallas, and uh, Mercury. So, Taurus is not necessarily always just looking for so much super material comfort, but um, when your North Node is there, it's it's less of like a ground, like you're always searching for this grounded feeling you can't quite achieve. Huh. So, she's always looking for this feeling of like having more. She wants mm-hmm. to accumulate more. She wants to feel very financially and materially secure um it's it's really wanting like this this ultimate comfort okay um, so she her her goals are very material oriented um so learning how to manipulate from her past and then moving into that <laughs> she was really she found her strength from her yeah. past and moved uh, it. do we yes. good job mm-hmm. i don't think i want to congratulate her <laughs> and that's her personality too her son is there right. oh. so it's just who she is okay. like she sees it as like this her direction in life this is who she is and i'm killing it y'all <laughs> i'm doing it mm-hmm. and then trying her son 
um, we have over in Virgo. I was really interested in what she'd have in Virgo. I'd love to see the sixth house, but um, a Virgo energy is kind of like uh, they're really into, into being useful and caring for others. Uh, they're not afraid of doing like a lot of tedious tasks. They're quite mm-hmm. organized, um, practical thinking. It's another earth sign. Um, she has <laughs> um, some energy here that makes it very weird um virgo can also be like a a nursing placement mm, nursing, so, like, her favorite, right. so if she's like caring for others like literally caring for others like um she's using some virgo energy there um some people will use more of like a cancer energy more of like a nurturing but she you know she's not nurturing Mm-mm-mm. she's all about um, the way it looks she was doing too. it in a very practical way yeah it's actually so she, what she has in, in virgo is pluto in retrograde and uranus in retrograde um uranus and uranus is like very sporadic uh, erratic spontaneous uncontrollable unexpected um if you have a strong uranus placement in a chart your life is going to be kind of like take sudden turns it's gonna be like oh oh oh," you know Um, paradigm shift right like just kind of like weird stuff like Hmm. Um, and with her having Pluto right there, Pluto is like power dynamics. It's like changes, transformations in life, um, willingness to change. It can really, um, as has the transits go over it, it can like have a lot of different impacts. Um, but being in her like nursing area, it's just like, (laughs) man, you needed to chill. (laughs) She really wasn't going to chill out with this. No. Um, and that's working with, it's helping her, um, on her life path essentially like her taking advantage of helping others helping others yeah is really moving her forward in her life path of material gain basically i'm gonna use my daughter and as a fucking Mm -hmm. pawn to yeah make my life really sustainable and secure right yeah and you know she doesn't ever need to age i can just keep fucking lying about it i know how to get documents i know the system like Mm -hmm. she's I can get rid of documents. I can make documents. She's out of control. Mm-hmm. She knew what to do. God. Like, she's insane. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then from there is a square to her Venus, um, which we were talking about how um, she wasn't using, like, a nurturing energy with the mm-hmm. with her Virgo energy, with the nursing, helping others uh, energy. Um, she really wasn't being loving in this situation. Right. It was conflicting to uh, any kind of, like, love she would have in her life, the more she played up on this. Um, Also, her relationships. um, Mm -hmm. Not having relationships in her life. Yeah, she didn't want anybody to get Mm -hmm. too close to what was happening. It It would would fuck up her plan. Yes, it would would mess up her, 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 her... whole thing absolutely the whole plan would be foiled if somebody got too close because Mm -hmm. it would be impossible for her to hide what she was doing anymore if so it's better to just detach yeah that's shown with this square she was very tactical with everything Mm -hmm. she did like she was calculated it's it's really wild i mean very detail oriented she Mm -hmm. has a lot of um really (laughs) detail oriented placements on here where she could she could make it work it's just oh, what could she have channeled that and into? having that, that would have been something good. oh something yeah. else i was gonna say is i thought it was interesting um with her with all that taurus energy mm-hmm. like when people lie it's kind of like their their energy kind of gets like a little bit spastic and you can kind of pick up on that like you know it's kind of like oh something's off with them okay but with yeah. all her taurus 
it's like she had she could lie like very grounded way like does that make sense? Like, she's yeah kind of the, and then her past looked, taught her how to have this veil over her life like not a veil over her life like a veil over her I don't know like she could kind of put up a smoke screen yeah um because she's got Neptune there and Vesta there it's kind of like her true essence to be able to do that yeah. Uh, and then she has this grounded feel to her, so people are like, okay, well, she seems... This and makes she sense. knows this it, This feels too. okay. That's like, the other yeah. thing. She knows she's getting away with mm-hmm. it. She knows she can keep yep. getting away with it, and she's not going to let anything get in her way. She knows no. exactly what to do <laughs> to live how she wants. And if, I mean, mm-hmm. if I don't know what it would be like if she were still alive today, but I have oh a feeling she'd still be in control. Complete control. Oh, it'd be like spinning extra lies, trying to figure out like how yeah. to get back. How? To what her. was her end game of keeping Gypsy? I mean, I figure forever, in a wheelchair forever. Like it that way. It's insane to really kind of think about what that would be like had had everything mm. not played out the way that it did. Mm-mm. But of course, that damn dark alignment. <laughs> Had to. I like how you keep Shameless. It. Shamelessly. I think it's perfect. It really is. Good job, you guys, on the name. It really does fit. Like, every time I think about it, I'm like, that is what's happening here. Sit a line in a dark way. Okay, yes. I'm clearing the energy for Gypsy's chart now. We yes. don't need her mom involved with this anymore. We some rose quartz in here. <laughs> mm, heart. Heart. Cleanse. Heart cleanse time. Got some Jasper in here. Ooh, what kind of Jasper is this? Uh, it's just fancy Jasper. Like oh. Just, it's a very basic. It's, it's basic. <laughs> it has fancy in the name, but it is like oh, the really? most basic. Oh, yeah. cool. I really most like basic Jasper. Jasper. Okay. <clears throat> Gypsy's chart. Let's okay. Go. Let's go. So her sun sign is in Cancer, uh, and her moon is in Aquarius. It's right on um, the cusp for Pisces. It's really close to Pisces. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's, it, you know, right where her mother's moon is in Pisces. They're conjunct. Um, but anyway, her north node is in Capricorn. Her south node is in Cancer. So she actually has a lot of Cancer energy. She has a stellium there. She also has a stellium in Capricorn and a stellium in Leo. Okay. Her mother's chart was more kind of spread out. Her mother had one. Hers is stellium. really tight. In the... She's got like very concentrated. Yeah. Energies. Yeah. Um, and that's very like dramatic, like kind of feel to it. Huh. Like when people okay. have really like intense stelliums going on, it's like they're not as they're. It's not like they're not well rounded necessarily. But like poor Gypsy it's was not just, though. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like you just have like a lot of certain aspects of you. Okay. Um, I don't know how to explain it another way. Like really. kind of extreme. It could. It can be extremes. Yeah. Um. It really. It makes it very like. Pointed. Um. So she, her. I'm gonna start with her. her cancer South Node, I guess. So so where she where she's coming from? She's coming from. This space of being really um, controlled by her mother. Um, Cancer is the mother. It's like the nurturing energy. Um, And her Chiron is there. Her Chiron is there and her Mercury is there. Her son and her Vesta and Pholus are also there. Um, But with Chiron being there, it makes it her biggest emotional trauma that is coming from that space. Um, she's coming from, she's, her early life was emotional trauma, vulnerability. Um, there's an opposition from this to her Saturn, which is a lot about control and restriction. So she's being restricted, 
Um, that's part of her emotional trauma. She's being restricted in her thinking. She's being restricted in her speech. She's being Ugh. restricted in her being. Um, accurate, her health, accurate, uh, accurate. Her vitality. Like, yeah. Her, and uh. it's really dramatized because uh, Folis, wherever Folis is on the chart, um, it really brings like an exaggerated energy to it exaggerates whatever it's next to it's similar to how mm-hmm. um where jupiter is on your chart it will expand that energy for you mm-hmm. bolus will make it like it's like intensified it's intensified to the point where you cause your own problems or like Ooh. something causes a problem for you um, i know about that self-destruction oh yeah, yeah. it's like you just trip <laughs> over yourself like if you're stuck in like a folus loop like you're just tripping over yourself Ooh. have you ever watched i always think of um like seinfeld episodes oh, God, where he causes seinfeld. his own problems the always. whole episode mm-hmm. and it gives me fucking headache i can't watch that show really i get a headache i'm like oh my god if he just didn't do this one thing i, I just can't so no you can't <laughs> not do it i gotta oh, fuck it up oh god yeah so it's like it's like He's this, got a Costanza it's like, the shit out of like, it. It <laughs> can be like Seinfeld. It can also be you know every energy has like a good and a bad side. It can also be where you go the extra mile and really like throw yourself in, into something like doing okay, something that could good. Be positive. So yeah. it does have a positive side to it. But with all of this going on, oh my gosh, like it looks stressful. Mm. Um, and you don't necessarily want Folis on your south node. Like I was saying, like it's your. It doesn't serve you in your life as much. Like you, you're. It's an exaggerated comfort zone. Like it's oh. like it's really like a lot. And it really okay. can mean your past is tripping you up. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So it's yeah, not like not it's not great. <laughs> um, yeah. So then after that one, we can move over. I'm gonna go to her Leo stellium next, which is right next to that. Um, and this is showing she's got Venus, Mars, and Jupiter here. Um, and with our first episode, we had someone with a lot of Leo energy and their situation, yes, their situation was made very public. Yes. So you can see a lot of things with Leo energy, um, being kind of put on stage, like put on the main stage for everyone to see. It's like a, it's almost like part of their life is like a performance. Absolutely. It was like the events, like, yeah, Amy has not seen mommy (laughs) done dearest until she has to watch after this because it's storming now. So I think I might watch it just right. right That shit opens up with Mm -hmm. Dee Dee and Gypsy doing this like (laughs) weird as fuck, awkward acapella performance of some song. And I mean, it's awful and it's disturbing. It's, you said, it like, makes me want to run say? away. You said, like, out of, some attitude bullshit or something. It's oh. bad, dude. Like, it's horrible. And it's so uncomfortable. But they're just, like, always on display of, like... And it was yeah. like a, they were singing to each other. It was very weird. Especially, like, looking back And, and thinking, in like, she was forced to do that. Yeah. She was, oh, my God. In hindsight, looking back, and she's wearing, like, this princess outfit. And, I mean, it's... It's over the so top. So, like, when you about. say that on display, mm-hmm. it was like, they weren't even, it was not mild. It yeah, was also like, literally on stage. Um, they you know, did videos. her actions, her, yeah, her actions mm-hmm. are put on stage, her physical self. Um, it's an expansion of that energy throughout her whole life with Jupiter there. So, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's inescapable to a yeah. point. Like, throughout her whole entire life, it will be that way. She's going to always kind of be. Right. Um. Put in people like in are front so of people like that. In her now too. Like. Her Venus is there too. Um, so this, you know, there's another aspect of Leo where you know they want to be seen, but also mm-hmm. Leo energy wants to be seen. It is always seen, but also Leo energy is very romanticized. Oh. So Leo, like a Leo Venus, like they want like a movie, oh. a romance movie, 
Oh, um, yeah. Gypsy wants that guy. Rapunzel lifestyle. Yeah. So, like she... mm-hmm. And it, it spreads to the rest of their life, too. Because, you know, Venus is not always only about love and relationships. It's about how you kind of view, like, the love in everything. And view mm-hmm. how, how you appreciate certain parts of your life. Like, in a way, how you re- appreciate your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you love about your life. And she, she just sees so much with all those planets there. Like, through this romanticized lens. Yeah. And, you know, it's not something she can really get over completely. I right. mean, with the way she was raised, I mean. <laughs> She's raised in kind of, like, dreamland, like, in, yeah. in this weird fog, like a mm-hmm. Disney fog. And <laughs> I mean, I think for little girls, like, oh, a yeah. lot of little girls can relate to that. Like, yeah. where you live in this pretend fantasy mm-hmm. land and everything's and then, prince, princess, like. Right. Like, fun, happy place, and then mm-hmm. you get kicked in the face by life, and mm-hmm. that goes away. And with Gypsy, she had a way to, like, have that innocence preserved, Yeah, she, it kept will. going on longer for her. So it was, a, like, a, a, a really alternate mm-hmm. reality, and then seeing herself as, like, as Rapunzel and locked yes. away in this tower and, like, no access to anybody or mm-hmm. anything. It's, it's wild when you really... Look yeah, at that, I think how that romanticizes your life. Like you almost have to look at it that way, or you're mm-hmm. just a fucking prisoner. Yeah, it really kept her kind of sane because yeah. it's also in opposition to her moon. It's like her inner self. Like it really helped. She got to believe in being saved. Yeah. really. and she honestly thought like Nick is gonna save me, and in a weird way, he kind of did. <laughs> oh, it's fucked up. It's yeah, fucked it up to look at it in that way. Uh, like, what? <laughs> all right. So this is a heavy chart. Yeah. So then she's got. Some major issues with Ceres. Ceres is an asteroid that's about what you need to feel loved in life. She's got a ton of squares. It's all, it's also hitting her life path. So, like, mm, it's, like, a major theme of her life, a major struggle in her life, a major challenge to her life path is what she needs to feel loved and what and how can she have the basic essence of love, like, um, like a comforting kind of love. Like, she's really looking for some kind of balance with it. But she... Um, Man, I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, so it just sucks like her mom was supposed to be the one to love her. And the way mm-hmm. her mom loved her was being her caretaker, mm-hmm. but was actually fucking making her sick. So her concept of love, like, it's no wonder she right. doesn't <laughs> have what she right. needs to feel loved. Like, she doesn't even understand um, what healthy love mm-hmm. actually looks like. It's this, it's this it's weird so cycle where crazy. she has a, she does have this sense of inner love, like she mm-hmm. loves herself in that way, but she's not getting it externally, like, directly. Yeah. Um, and then also hitting her moon, like, her moon is actually pretty nicely aspected. Like, she's somehow been able to keep somewhat of a, a decent, like, emotional composure She's this. a fucking survivor. Yeah. I think that she just, like learned how to survive and like it mm-hmm. does something to your mentality when you are just purely trying to survive like mm-hmm. it, it it taps into this more animalistic primal side of us yeah where you know it does have like a level-headedness to like give that right. level-headedness to us so, so she i mean fortunately she has some nice aspects but she will always have there's a quincunx to between her moon and her Mar- mercury and chiron placement um and that's that's going to always be a block emotionally for her. Like she's never mm-hmm. going to be able to like, like really get over that emotional trauma. And I mean, I don't think with something I... like that you would ever completely get over that. No. Uh, and she's never going to be able to think and speak how she could have otherwise either. Right. Um, it's always going to have be affected 
Um, That's some hardcore damage. Especially emotionally, at least, yeah. you know, so it's... That's it's hardcore to go through what she went through. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. And then now she's in prison. That's probably not helpful. No. Um, it's no. <laughs> not really known to be a, a place that's conducive to rehabilitation based on statistics and just, right. you know, life keeps proving that that's not working out for people so well. Um, maybe that'll change one day. Hooray for future of positive um, changes in corrections. So next I wanted to pull up um, Dee Dee's chart and Gypsy Roses together. And there's so this a, is a sinistry reading. Sinistry, because it sounds yes. like real dirty. Oh my sinist- God. reading. I haven't I haven't heard anyone say that, but you it know, sounds so dirty. To I'm, me. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm so excited. <laughs> Wait, I love that you think it sounds dirty. <laughs> so I mean, okay, so let's see. So you're taking your sinistry, your sexy sinistry reading. Mm. You're putting one person's chart right on top of the other, and <laughs> you're just seeing how they interact. Um, <laughs> like literally does it though. all line up let's see okay so their moons are conjunct like I was saying they're in technically different signs but they're like within degrees of each other uh, they're super close and this really shows they have this kind of inner like first of all like a lot of influence from the mother second like very in sync and tune with each other uh, uh, which their can... nonverbal communication was like <laughs> so on point yes yeah that's what I was getting at like like, with being able to kind of, like, sense each other, like, oh, what's going to piss her off? Like, they had a really good ability to um, mm-hmm. kind of read each other's minds a little bit. Like, like feel each other out, like, mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, so, like, for her mother, that would be beneficial for manipulation. Right. Um, for Gypsy, that would be beneficial for, you know, not getting in more trouble, I guess. You know? Like, and Gypsy had being able to, 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 like lay low when she needed to she had her own way of manipulating her mom like she oh, knew true, like yeah. at that movie theater when she mm-hmm. wanted to go see nick in the bathroom like she mm-hmm. knew exactly how to do how it her like mom would react they yeah. knew each other so well mm-hmm. that they like could really in a sense yeah when you're when you're like pretty much around one person your whole life like you mm-hmm. are gonna like you're i'm your an only child of a single mom so i definitely i knew exactly <laughs> what i could get away yeah. with i knew exactly mm. how to ask my mom something to get it yes like i mean you kind of wow. learned that when true. i grew up with just my mom yeah. so it was a lot there's of not like another person and there's oh, no one disrupting wow. that energy mm-hmm. so i know i i mean my like i lived in a similar kind of a yeah. environment not that my mom right. was like hold my right. hand right. Right. Like, no mom you didn't do that oh my God. <laughs> it wasn't like that i swear <laughs> okay so <laughs> and next um yeah so also they have um there's a chiron situation of course um let's see which way was it there's so much going on guys i just gotta find it again uh. all right chiron <laughs> yeah all right so the thing with um, <sighs> so it's complicated. I can tell by your face when you're like, ah. <laughs> I just took so many notes and there's so much going on. All right. So we have, I know what this was about here. All right. I've got to find where the other thing was. So there was like a Chiron. And then we have, oh, okay. I think I wrote the wrong thing. That's why I confused myself. <laughs> If you write the wrong planet and you look for it, it's not going to be there. If you fuck up your notes, <laughs> you're going to be like, what? You're going to be like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So there's an interesting thing with um, Dee Dee's Juno placement and um, some of the placements on Gypsy Roses. So Juno is like this asteroid that talks about 
that shows really what you're committed to in this life and really what you're um, naturally... It can show marriage also, but it's really mm. um, just something you're just very naturally ob- 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 oblig- ob- obliged to do. Oh, um, okay, That's not yes. the right word. No. Hmm. Obligated? Obligated? Is it just obligated? I think it was. Okay. I was trying to phrase it in a nice, fun way. <sighs> Words are so hard. Words are hard, guys. <laughs> All right, so we have... Hers in Leo. So this is like a, a commitment to um, that performance. That they oh, were, we were she about. was so committed. Uh, to the she was committed to the performance, and this created a block to um, Gypsy's self empowerment. Uh, so she could not, you know, manipulate her situation whenever her mother was so committed to uh, keeping this going. Right. Um, and she then just get up out of that wheelchair. Yeah, there wasn't anything that Jerry was going to do. Um, there's also an opposition to. Gypsy's Saturn placement, um, which is a lot about control and restriction. Mm. Um, it's really like she's just so committed to being this way with her daughter. And getting away and with it. Being away with getting away with it publicly. Yeah. Um it's just so it's so great. It is really crazy. <laughs> this is the worst story. I know. Um and then we have um, some North Node situations going on. So, um, <laughs> so there's a so Dee Dee's North Node. Her mission in life, which is all about material gain, mm-hmm. um, is square to Gypsy's Saturn as well. And that's showing a lot more conflict with um, creating restriction for her daughter, um, a lot of controlling, discipline, things like that. Um, we have another Saturn aspect with the Liliths. So their Liliths, which was really cool to see on here, are square each other. Um, and then Saturn is also square, uh, Gypsy's Lilith. Uh, so this is a lot more about, again, control and restriction. Um, but also their, their willpower, their inner willpower, their, like, how they find self-empowerment, how they can manipulate their situations to benefit themselves, are at odds. They're also uh. always in conflict. Um, so there's no way they could coexist without, like, you know, constantly fighting or one winning. Yeah. Um, they'd either have to be separated or one would have to be killed. Just like an extreme be, power struggle. It's an extreme, like, if one of them is able Ugh. to bring themselves up, then the other one feels like, oh, well, my power is gone. So it's like... There's really, never, they cannot like coexist with a balance like that. One thing about this relationship is like the harder that Gypsy tries to grow mm-hmm. up and the more she tries to like have these yeah. social relationships, then the her, harder, her mom's side of it, she was going to like lays rise. down the fucking hammer yeah. even harder and does more to cut these mm-hmm. relationships off Yes, and drugs Gypsy more. Like she ended up, you know, she was willing to stop at nothing to keep her daughter uh, right. incapacitated. Because that was... It, that yeah. was her life purpose. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. All right. So now we have Dee Dee's death chart pulled up. Uh-oh. All right. So this is not an exact time for when she was di- when she died. It is a rough, you were saying it's between a couple of days. Yeah. So the body, so. it took a few days for the body to be found. Mm-hmm. And then um, with everything that happened with Nick and Gypsy, like the actual mm-hmm. murder and everything, there's not a set time. I mean, I know that the text messages would mark yeah. a lot of that time, but I obviously didn't, don't have, <laughs> you know, I couldn't get that evidence released. I tried. I don't, turns out I don't have any authority anywhere mm-hmm. um, and nobody wants right. to give me shit. Right. Even though I didn't really try. But, because I knew. 
But no, like that information is not really available. So we're thinking like because they were found on mm-hmm. June 14th that it would have been the 12th or the 13th, like late in the hours, yeah. like leading up between the 12th mm-hmm. and the 13th. So, so we, that's kind of, we have a time frame for the death mm-hmm. of just logical um, right. structure rough, of events. And so, you know, I'm not like going to be looking line. at anything super time specific um, because of that. We put in um, the 13th at midnight, so right right as the 13th rolled in. We're looking for a nice mid-zone mm-hmm. for this. <laughs> so some things with the death chart I thought were interesting. Is she is, uh, Dee Dee is in her Chiron return. So this is her own emotional traumas, her own vulnerabilities. Um, coming back again, coming back around mm-hmm. the chart. So it's this come is, full circle. It's come full circle, Second. exactly. Yep, that's a really good way to phrase it. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, we've got a lot of... Venus involvement, which was like really weird for me to see. I wasn't expecting that, but now that the more I think about it, like it really does make sense. So we have um, transit Venus over her Juno, which is her commitment to this charade. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have the, the Sun and Mars right on top of her natal Venus. Um, and we know we had she had issues with her uh, love life. Uh, we know she yeah. had issues with being able to pr- give love. Uh, in general. (laughs) You know, in acceptable ways. Mm -hmm. So she, um, with the sun and Mars there, like, that creates a lot of, like, fiery energy right there, and it's a lot of, like, focus. When it's transiting over something, it creates this, like, spotlight effect on that part of your life. So it's like a spotlight on her ability to love and her love experiences. Um, And then with transit Venus being over her Juno and this charade, it's kind of like, love is kind of biting back at her and her with this charade and how she's dealt with love throughout her own life. Um, and the fact that it was her daughter's love interest mm-hmm. that killed her, I just think that's so interesting. And also... How that lines up. It's like he... It's kind of like, well, what she just didn't do, she just like purposely didn't do in her own life that could yeah. have been nice for her, uh, just came back and... You know, when Venus... When Venus is not... Um, Venus is very lovey and nice and like, oh my god, Venus. What? Right. But like, also, when Venus is uh, put in a bad spot, like, when Venus is treated poorly, like, Venus mm. Venus is a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Scorned, scorned love. <laughs> yes. I mean, essentially, mm-hmm. right. it's fucking brutal. So, all of that energy coming in during, in her, into her death is really, um, I thought that was very, uh, unique. <laughs> um, Interesting. So she's got, let's see, some issues here going on with uh, Saturn and Lilith and her south node, um, really showing her reign of power and control coming to an end. Oh, girl. Um, we have Lilith, uh, and I think, oh yeah, so her, her Uranus and Pluto situation, like I was saying in the nursing area of her chart, um, Lilith is transiting over that. So that's a really reflection of, um, being of self-empowerment, really taking down her, um, her chaotic reign. Oh my gosh. Um, and to say it very shortly, really we're running low symbolic. on time. Yeah. I think, I think she has a lot of symbolic things coming yeah. in here. Um, and then the moon is over her north node and sun sign, um, around this time. So we have... You know, the moon moves pretty quickly, so I can't say exactly what it was over, but, you know, it's, the moon is really right on top of her life path and her purpose, and that's, 
really interesting. Um, so, next, um, just want to talk about some nice things about maybe G Gypsy's future. Right? Yay! We wanted to see, like, you know, does she have, like, some... What's it going to be like Some for her? positive, positive energy. She's going to be out of jail. For the less, rest of her life. Yeah, yeah. Less than five years. She's going to be like a, a free woman. She's going to be mm -hmm. able to do whatever she wants in this life. Let's, what is she yeah. kind of so I wrote, I did write a here. few things. You helped me uh, think of a few things that would be, you know, nice to end on a nice, like, high note to give everybody because Gypsy will this, be getting out. And this has been so <laughs> intense. Like, we need to kind of oh, there's so much raise our on. vibrations oh a little bit. This has been a hardcore story. <sighs> Heavy energies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for real. So, um, again, like I was saying earlier, like she does have some nice aspects to her moon, so she can find um, some kind of like self-love at least Yay. to keep kind of like <laughs> lift herself up a little bit. Like she's not, um, she's always got like that block going on, but she can lift herself up. Uh, she has an interesting palace, um, lots of really nice placement, nice aspects on her palace. Uh, and her north node, so as she moves through forward with her life, um, she's really learning decision making and she's learning uh, yeah. this sense of inner wisdom. Very um, Which nice. a lot of us would learn a little bit maybe earlier in life, but yeah. she's, the, as she goes through life, she's really, really like taking. She's trying. Yeah. She's working on herself. Good for you, Gypsy. <laughs> Keep working on yourself, girl. You're going to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> then my last note, uh, she has Vesta and, um, let's see, let me find this. Vesta and Lilith are opposite uh, with her sun sign. So she is really like moving, she, this has been something that's going on throughout her whole life is like this, this feeling of um, being dedicated to herself and self-empowerment and really trying to find a balance between that. Yeah. Um, but since she is moving in a, a brighter direction, like, this is only going to get easier for her, so. Okay. Um, yeah, and she's going to be moving into a more practical space the longer she's alive, uh, really away from that, like, toxic mm. maternal energy. Uh, since her son and Vesta are still in cancer with the maternal energy, she it might find this as like a rejection of her mother. She might find this as trying to find a light in um, a more nurturing space, like trying to find how she can be, um, how she can, uh, what's the right word? Like how she can do better than her mother, I guess is what I'm trying oh, to say. How, okay. she can, how she can find retribution in that, in that yeah. energy. Very um, nice. Yeah, so she's got... Um, I could also see, like, some kind of, like, committed relationship or maybe a marriage for her. Mm -hmm. Um, I, it is, her Juno's in retrograde, so I'm not really sure, there might be something weird or well, kind of off about it. Well, hot goss right now is that, uh, <laughs> it is said that Gypsy is engaged as she is in prison right now. Ooh. Um, it is not to Nicholas go to John. I actually saw a Good. report where a oh news God. station had reported that she was engaged to him, which I knew was a fucking lie because I've seen... So many interviews That's with Gypsy, so and I know how she feels about right. Nick and that yeah. relationship and the way she views it. So I was like, no, I don't fucking believe that. And then they came back with a retraction. Uh, but the gentleman has not been named, but apparently, okay. I'm not sure if it's somebody she's been writing in prison, if it's somebody, I don't know how she would have it's known It's going to be public at some point. Her Venus is in Leo. So she does have love in her <laughs> um, life, or at least but some she's, form of it, and yeah. she's seeking it. Yeah, so. she's going to be a lot more practical about this, though, if it's someone she's really committed to. Uh, with that being in Capricorn with her North Node. Yeah. But yeah, she's definitely headed more in that direction. 
Good. It's really nice. I could see her getting married, and I hope if that's what she wants, if that's what she gets out of life, and mm-hmm. hope that she gets a real chance to be a person. To be, yeah, to have a fulfilling life. Like. Wow, you guys. Well, that <laughs> is it. That's all that we have. That's so. a Gypsy Rose and mm-hmm. Dee Dee Blanchard. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming back and joining us. And uh, let us know who you want to hear about next. We're open mm-hmm. to suggestions. We're always making a list. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to run out of people anytime soon. So if you're interested in, like, whether it's a serial killer, yeah. a particular crime. Leave it in the comments. Yeah. Let victims. us know who you want to see. Whatever you want to hear about, we're open to it. We want to give you guys the goods every single time. We just want to deliver. So uh-huh. yeah. um, like us, subscribe, uh, follow us on social media, mm-hmm. Patreon, the all the things. You won't miss a single episode if you hit the bell. Yeah, girl. You can you can get them all. Get Catch them all. all. Get those notifications. Get those you notifications. love them. You want them. <laughs> You love them. (laughs) Notifications. Okay, thank you guys so much for watching. Thanks, guys. (laughs)